was a fun, roughly 18 hours of, oh my God, there's a three-way tie. Biden's in free fall. It's Elizabeth Warren. New poll just came out. That is more like polls from before. Biden at 33, then Bernie at 20, Elizabeth at 15. In wow. the morning consult poll, which is also a legitimate poll. So he continues to be, well, it's more or less what they have been. So yeah. it would seem that the big uh, three-way tie Biden freefall poll is an outlier. That's what it looks like right now. Yeah, the most More interesting on that with Marshall coming up at the bottom of the hour. Although the most interesting aspect of that to me is that the two socialists combined for thirty five percent. Oh yeah, which is uh, you know obviously Morton Biden's. What did you say? Thirty percent? Thirty three? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's a tie. It's really statistically a tie. But um, I don't see any reason when one of those two uh, uh, would-be communists drops out, the uh, their support doesn't flow to the other sure one. Sure seems like that would work. Although, what if neither one of them drops out? I mean, that's how Trump got the nomination to a certain extent. You had the votes divided by so many people, you just had to best all those people. You just had to have the biggest number. You didn't need to get to 50% or anything. So it would come down to you know, uh, the two socialists. Perhaps, and then... No, Bert Biden would win every state. He's got he's got twice the number of each of them. Mm-hmm. Even though if they got together, they would beat him. He will win Iowa. He and will win one New of Hampshire. Them will, he will, yeah, and they'll never get, get out. out. They won't get out. Right. And he'll get the nomination In spite now. of the begging that will come from the left. Yeah, okay. That's right, because, I mean, it's not a game show. Right. You can stay in as long as you feel like it, I suppose, as long as you can continue to write checks. They both got a lot of support. That's interesting. That's an interesting game right there. I assume all the pressure would be on Bernie to get out. Yeah. As opposed to the other way around. But. Well, and you know their staffers are going to get busy fairly soon. Maybe maybe when the primaries start and, and somebody has a bit of an upper hand spreading rumors and planning, planning stories in the press and the rest of it that uh, a lot of uh, Bernie's key advisors are saying they know they've lost the race and are thinking of going to work for uh, Liz Warren. Um, that sort of story, you'll see that popping up, having been placed by Elizabeth Warren's people. But we'll see. I love it. The backstabbins. Love it. Very exciting. Uh, one more poll thing for you. I don't want to poll you to death, but uh, uh, AP poll is out. Uh, about 6 in 10 Americans disapprove of the president's overall job performance. His approval rating is currently at 36%. It's never been below 32, never been above 42, Interesting. which is completely unprecedented. Sure, and that's been that way pretty much since he got in the race. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. where he is. Absolutely. Um, Trump's the only president whose rating has never been above 50%, but Truman, Nixon, Carter, H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, all have logged uh, approval ratings worse than Trump's lowest rating. And uh, their speculation is that, well, everything's just kind of calcified. So, meaning, well, just it's stuck. So, and, and we've been saying this for a long time, all you people screaming at each other feverishly and angrily just blasting away on social media, calling each other Nazis and the rest of it, you're just, all you're doing is making yourselves look like lunatics. It's kind of settled-ish. Um, it's really quite amazing to see. And it's still, to my mind, very, very likely he gets reelected. Because those head-to-head polls are completely useless this far out. Joe Biden has not begun to be vetted by the American people. So, that's enough of that. We'll uh, alert you if anything changes. Mentioned uh, earlier uh, a little bit that the uh, state of Cal Unicornia is suing the federal government. I, you know, I wish I knew more about the law on, on the question of 
Why is pretty, pretty Gavin Newsom, the governor of, of Cal Unicornia and the attorney general, why are they suing the federal government on federal uh, immigration law? How, do, how does that work? Can they sue them like if we declare war on Canada? Can they sue them on that? Can any state sue the federal government at any time on any topic? I don't actually know that. But they've found some dip-ass judge. I'm assuming it's a dip-ass. She is. Um, that'll you know say, no, that federal policy, I don't like it. So me, this little judge, I'm going to take a break from hearing divorces and assault and batteries and assaults and batteries and and say, yeah, the federal government can't do this. So I, I'm not sure that's any way to run a country. Jack, any thoughts on that topic? No. Okay. I, I have. Uh, I have just. I just. I am so lost on the whole immigration uh, argument about families. This and kids held. Hard. I just. I have no idea what's going on. Are you telling me you don't have any opinion? Whatsoever, I'm trying to find the name of that case. Are you are you trying to tell me you can't go to the trouble? There it is. Of forming an opinion on the Flores settlement. Uh yes. No, you have that no. That is correct. Wow, wow. Well, I, you see what I'm working with here, folks. Officials are arguing. Yeah, we got to detain these people because they don't show up for their hearings. But some judge, taking only a brief respite. From jaywalking and shoplifting cases, we'll say, yeah, I don't like that. You got to stop. All right. That's fine. Some way to run a country. Please. They got to, uh, they got to alert me when they've made a decision on that. Well, that's the problem. They make a decision every other well, day. Well, I know. That's and why. That's a different why. one the next day. Right. And the rest of it. And, that's well, why. You know, the, you know, the dang Supreme Court. Who works less, the Supreme Court or, or like college professors who teach one class a semester? Well, we're almost to October for the first Monday in October, which is when they uh, get going again, the Supreme Court, and we'll be back at it. Listen, I want you in there eight hours a day, five days a week. You're old, so we'll give you six weeks of vacation. This is not the way the system works, but this is the way I think we should do it. They get back on uh, first Monday in October, I think. Figure out this whole immigration thing. Figure it out. What right. can you do? What can't you do? Figure that whole thing out. That's that's got to be like one of your 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 top things. Because, well, again, this is this we're contradicting ourselves. The reason they have to is because Congress won't. Congress will write no laws dealing with this stuff because they're cowards and they would rather have the issue than decide the issue. So the Supreme Court becomes the legislature, which is no way to be. So there are a number of um, uh, scams, frauds going on around right now, either email or on the phone. The big phone one right now, I guess, is some sort of Social Security or something. You, you, you get a call and they leave you a message and uh, just don't fall for that. Medicare is not calling you out of the blue, nor is the IRS, this, nor the Social Security Administration. This is the big uh, email one. Um, this is a, sort of a parody version of it to alert you to it. Holy blank. Yahoo is going to terminate my email effective tomorrow because of something, something, something. Fortunately, they have provided a handy link for me to click and enter my password to make everything better. Whew, disaster averted. Thank you, Yahoo Line Security Incorporated. And it's got a screen capture here of those emails that are going around from Yahoo and Gmail and whatever sort of email account you might have. Mm -hmm. Don't click on that link. They're not shutting down your account. Do not put your password in there, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I, I, I new one air day. Uh, I feel like it doesn't do any good to uh, alert people to that because you're either the sort of person that's going to fall for that or not. And I'm not sure there's anything you can do about that. 
You either get calls like that on the phone and immediately think, whatever, and just roll your eyes. You don't even think about it for a second, or you think, oh, really? I could get a loan for that amount if I just a new guarantee? I don't know what I'm going to do for you. Yeah. Yeah, fooling their money. So uh, do you know about the Burning Man Festival? Never never been. Me neither. I don't like dirty-footed hippies and weirdos. Here are some of the things. Dirty-footed hippies and weirdos. A list of the uh, activities you can... Actually, several of my friends are there. Um... Uh, here are some of the activities you can join in. I'll give you one, then we'll continue the list in a, in a moment or two. I hear about the traffic jam going in every year, and I think there's no way I would do that. Not doing that. I don't care what's at the other end. Right. I'm not getting in that traffic jam. Right. The reunited Beatles featuring Jesus on lead guitar. Wow, Jesus plays guitar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay, whales. He shreds. Did not know that. Um, uh, Here's one of the things you can do. The birthing canal. Enter the womb dome. Squeeze through the canal and get spanked on the other side. Welcome to the world. He's like a little baby. That's right, sir. Welcome to the world. You're reborn. Fantastic. Isn't that nice? That's just great. You could do that. How outrageous. In the desert. (laughs) On drugs. Transparent outrageousness bothers me. Outrageousness for outrageousness sake bothers me. Oh, that reminds me. We, We were given a gift that we just can't possibly use. I mean, I, I appreciate the thought. I'll, I'll tell you about it in a minute. But it's, it's nice, but I, there's no way I'm wearing this T-shirt. One of those swings you put in the bedroom? Oh, no. a T-shirt. <laughs> yes. No, that I'd use. Perhaps. <laughs> Exercise my quads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the strong quads are important in the modern world. <laughs> but you got the Burning Man for us stuff? I ne- do. Okay, fantastic. That's next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Trump is as destructive a person in this century as Hitler, Stalin, and Mao were in the last century. He may be responsible for many more million deaths than they were. He needs to be contained, but he needs to be contained by attacking his policies, not his person. <laughs> the irony police have been alerted. They have mounted their horses and put on their helmets. No, let's. I, it, yeah, well, we'll start with that because then I don't want to get hung up on that. The fact that he says all these horrible things about Trump and says, but the key to it is to go after the policies, not the human being. <laughs> but, well, where do you start with that? That was like art. But the 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 real to me the real thing is now. I mentioned. Uh, I think it was Friday morning. I'd I'd watched. Um. Lawrence Dollar, Donald the night before on MSNBC, and he had on some mental health professionals or something like that, and they were talking about how the president has clearly had a psychotic break. <laughs> he is a he's a psychopath, and uh, and he has a, had a psychotic break. And, no longer uh, in touch with reality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He has uh, delusions of grandeur and a messianic complex, in which, which he believes he is talking to God. Which seriously, people, <sighs> I am the chosen one. But um, and then took it, you know, completely seriously. Then over on CNN, you got this guy. He's a psychiatrist saying uh, Trump is as bad as Stalin or Hitler and is going to be responsible Stalin, for more Hitler and Mao. And is going to be so that would add up to roughly 60, 60. Oh, it's easily over 100 million. Oh, yeah. Be 150 million deaths. And he's and he says and Trump will be responsible for millions more deaths than those people. I mean, that's just. 
I don't even know how you get on the air well, with that Speaking talk. of a psychotic break. But the host, nobody says anything. Right. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, they just, okay. Well, thank you for your time, Dr. Yeah, So-and-so. Indeed. That's an interesting person. Completely crazy. Not 1% of people believe that perspective. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's where we are with media now. Whoever that lame host is, he claims, well, there are technical issues. I uh, I couldn't hear what he was saying. Democrats something. won't do a debate on Fox because they're not fair and they're not real news. Right. But you have this crap on these other channels. How are, we, how are you supposed to run a democracy when... And that's your media that's supposedly holding people to, a, to account. Well, it's just incredible. It is our media. It is increasingly not our media, and it is dying. Good point. Good point. Excellent. Yeah. Well, and it I'm is, not a fan of Hitler. Right, just to clarify, thank you, sir. Um, it is uh, it discrediting itself so seriously and so egregiously and hilariously. Well, it's going the way it ought to go. CNN is dying. The fact that it's on at every airport in America because it's, you know, the straight news network is just terrible. Can can something be done about that? I'm not going to make that my jihad, because I have several already, and I don't actually care that much. I'm surprised. But they're so terrible. I'm surprised they haven't gotten more pushback on that. You know, at least half the country, at least half the country, well, 98% of the country doesn't watch CNN, um, and then at least half of the country doesn't agree with their politics. I'm surprised it's still omnipresent in airports the way it is. When you got that guy was on a CNN show saying that sort of crap. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Terrible. Terrible. Makes you wish you were in the middle of the desert in Nevada getting sand in your craw, which is a serious problem. I'd be fine with all playa. of that. I'd be f- fine with all of that. I just don't want to do it at Burning Man. Uh, appar- I don't want to do it in a giant crowd. Apparently, craw sand is a terrible problem for the gals because it's highly, I think, alkali. The uh, dust there on the playa, and you oh, got to d- take care. Mm. Take care of your cleansings. Anyway. Thank you for that public service announcement. So, well, I care. I care deeply. So you're there at the Burning Man Festival. Perhaps you've heard it. It's a nine-day event in the Nevada desert where everybody uh, goes out there and gets all freaky. Now, some will tell you it's not about drugs. Some will tell you I was high the entire time and, and drinking, just hanging out and being weird. And I'm, I'm in favor of that sort of thing. And I hope you have fun if you go. I won't go. There's too much traffic. Anyway, here are some of the things that you can do while you're at Burning Man. I mentioned the birthing canal, where you enter the womb dome, squeeze through the canal, get spanked on the other side with your consent, of course, and welcome to the world. You're reborn. And I guess there are pictures or whatever. Uh, there's one tent called... <laughs> Rendezvous at the womb dome, midnight. Right. Uh, there's the chill the F out in color tent. So you just go there with a coloring book and your crayons because you're a little child. You can't handle adult life and you're weak. And then there's the the Communist Party. Relive the glorious days of the Eastern Bloc with our time-traveling submarine crew. And drinks, reads the description. <laughs> so you have a Soviet Bloc-themed party. The Ecstatic Dance. The morning yodel. Who doesn't want to wake up to the sound of burners yodeling at the top of their lungs? The morning yodel. Right. That's what I'm going to start calling it. How about you? Got to take the old morning yodel. How about the Bob Ross and Chill? You can watch old episodes of Bob (laughs) Ross's The Joy of Painting set to electronic beats. So there's just a whole bunch of different things you can do while drunk or high. Yes. Right. Okay. The beer bong breakfast. Compete with others or chug at your own pace. Starts at 8 a.m. daily. Well, that'll be an enjoyable afternoon. Uh, let's see. Plenty of yoga, morning transformational coffee. Sorry I'm late. The old morning yodel was a little rough this morning. Now, how about this? 
the Nicolas Cage coloring chill space, where you color nothing but pictures of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Do you think those people look down on the coloring book activity room people? Like, at least we're coloring adult things like Nicolas Cage and National Treasure. Oh, boy. How about Scarbutt's Coffee and Spankings? You can order from a menu of coffee drinks and then get spanked. Okay. More spankings. Uh, Outrageous for outrageousness sake. Listen to this. Cell phone zombies support group. A support group for those who are addicted to their their smartphone. Yeah. There's an X-rated portrait studio. Introduction to blockchain discussion. You should go to that. (laughs) So you can more effectively explain Bitcoin. They got double A meetings. Uh, Stilt walking lessons. Um... The Radioactivity of Common 1950s Household Items Seminar. That would be interesting. You can get a Geiger counter to measure the radioactivity of common homewares from 70 years ago. Everything from dinner plates to clock faces. Fantastic. Yeah, that's really interesting. (laughs) Then go learn how to cook sourdough. I actually have been thinking about doing that. Getting a little sourdough starter, making my own bread. No, do that. Bring and then, bread. then you keep it for like years and years, right? It's yeah. You just keep making from that same starter. You can just essentially I become a bread factory. Hey, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. I know Marshall's news is next. We are all excited. Everybody is all excited about this poll that came out in which Biden had dropped right. and was tied with Warren and Sanders. Whether well, another new poll was come out, yep, that makes that one kind of not as fun. So that's next in Marshall's news. Okay. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, comedian, has got a new stand-up thing out uh, where he uh, he says things that are politically incorrect, like stand-up comedians used to do, and is getting some pushback uh, for it. And, um, and he's tackling the what some people call the cancel culture of you don't like somebody's politics or joke or comment, then you got to attack their advertisers. They or, must be ruined. Exactly. A weird place we are, but we'll get into that on the way. Right now, the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, indeed, we do have dueling polls measuring the state of the Democratic presidential race. Earlier, we had a Monmouth University poll that uh, pretty much showed Joe Biden following into a virtual three-way tie with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Well, and in that poll, he got there by dropping 13 points yep. while, while Elizabeth soared. Yep. Now we've got the morning consult survey showing <laughs> Joe Biden boosting his lead to 33% over the other top Democratic contenders. And having almost exactly Bernie and Elizabeth added together, which is what every poll has been since the debates, pretty much. Right. Almost every poll, you can add together Bernie and, and, and Elizabeth and get Biden's number. Right. It's mm. weird how it works that way. Wow. Yeah. But Where does that leave us? But so clearly, that other poll's an outlier. Yep. Sanders uh, comes in with 20% support. Warren, a uh, little less than 15% uh, percent support. So you're right. Yeah, you add them now, together. Where, we pretty where, much got where that leaves us, if I'm a Democrat, I'm thinking, uh, if we just get rid of either Bernie or Elizabeth, we can beat, I mean, if I'm a progressive Democrat, right. I, we can beat Biden. We got it where we're splitting our we're splitting our votes between two people with the same agenda. Right. Why are we doing this? Right. The old man got to go. If I'm a I mean, moderate, wait, come on now. There's just ask me, I'll tell you. The old guy's got to go. If I'm a moderate to conservative Democrat, though, I want yeah, I want Bernie and Elizabeth to fight clear to the end, mm-hmm. and Biden to get the right. nomination. Yeah, but is there any doubt that if one of them's got to go, it's got to be him? She's younger. She's female. She's a better. You know, she just got the mojo more. 
Although he's still got plenty of oh, Tommy yeah. Mojo. Man. Crowd loves him. Feel the burn. Rouses the rabble. Indeed. California Senator Kamala Harris, by the way, in this particular survey, has 8%. <laughs> and, well, they people now I'm starting to hear people say, well, you know, if Biden is in trouble and drops out, you know who's going to benefit? It's going to be Kamala Harris. She what? can occupy the moderate, completely phony, flip-flopping, soulless, principleless joke lane, if you like that sort of thing. Uh, she she just she's just too objectionable. Plus, the black vote doesn't like her because she was a cop. So uh, you got to go with I don't know uh, somebody else. Oprah, Gavin Newsom, somebody. That's no, her. nobody. Amy Klobuchar. But I repeat myself. <laughs> and I think she's I think she's smart and tough. I can't believe she yeah. hasn't caught on. But she's just she has no charisma. No, she yeah. does not. Attorneys for Johnson & Johnson reacting after an Oklahoma judge ruled the drug makers got to pay $572 million to the state for marketing opioids. The defense attorney, Sabrina Strong, said the company is likely going to appeal yesterday's ruling. We have sympathy for all who suffer, but Johnson & Johnson did not cause the opioid abuse crisis so I've been watching this gal make the yeah. rounds. Oh, man, is she good. I mean, she is stone-faced and serious. But she, what do you think, what kind of lawyer do you think Johnson Johnson employs when they're looking at a $10 billion fine or whatever it was? I don't know, probably just open up the phone book oh, alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> Personal injury, no, Four not so a lawyers, much. let's start there. Right, exactly. Four uh, a lawyers. No, this, this gal is uh, very, very, very sharp. She is ready for every question. She's making the media rounds. I mean, she definitely kind of comes off as the devil's advocate, literally, advocating for Satan. Um, she's got a bit of evil around the edges, but terribly effective. Has an answer for everything. On the other hand, the judge was not impressed. I'm I'm not trying to stand up for Big Pharma and they're dumping all these pills, but I'm I'm sure behind closed doors they're saying your government's supposed to keep an eye on this stuff, and they didn't pay any attention whatsoever. You taxpayers pay gazillions of dollars for people that are supposed to watch this, and they didn't, which is true. Yeah, we were laughing as we did this, but you know who we were yeah, laughing with? The FDA. We're sitting around the table saying this is great. Taylor Swift is taking home the top prize at the MTV Video Music. Maybe she's been recognized for her efforts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The pop Up star- and comer, getting a little attention for all her hard work. The pop star winning the Video of the Year Moon Man for her LGBTQ anthem, You Need to Calm Down. Swift used her acceptance speech to call out the White House, noting a petition... Yes! Some politics and music! Finally! Noting that a petition supporting the Equality Act has more than enough signatures to warrant a response from the White House. So you voting for this video means that you want a world where we're all treated equally. Yes, a utopia brought in by our new queen. At the end of this video, there was a petition, and there still is a petition. Woo! Yeah, I can for the Equality Act, which basically just says we all deserve equal rights under the law. So the reason that that is uh, significant enough to have in our news is she has been talking a lot about getting yeah. more politically involved, and she has got a lot of attention. I mean, she can get a lot of people to listen to what she has to say, and. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but we got a uh, former TV star as president. 
Really? Mm. Ooh. And she's about as big a big music star as there has existed in the last quarter century, and uh, she wants to get into politics. Is she 35 yet? Does she want, I don't think so. Does she want to get into politics in terms of like office running, or does she just want to be more politically active? I've seen stories where she's... Nah, who knows if these are true or not? But I've seen stories where they claim that she is interested in where she lived, Tennessee, Kentucky, where she from? Georgia. Um, uh, getting involved yeah, at huh. the running for the House or Senate or something, right? Like that. Oh, she would hate that gig. Oh, oh God, God, she would. She hate would. That. She would kick it AOC style. She'd be a publicity machine. Right. Now she, you know, would uh, raise the banner for all the causes she cares most deeply about. Well, there you go. She could play the music at all her own fundraisers. Exactly. (laughs) So here's the highlight of the Uh, Video Music Awards, uh, which I did not watch nor know they were on, is that Little Nas X, who sings uh, Old Town Road, the biggest hit in in many, many years, the ubiquitous Old Town Road, which... Um, I'm going to ride my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Mm. There are like 50 remixes of that song. My uh, my boys and I were going through the remixes and judging them yesterday as we drove around. <laughs> this one's nice. cool. This one's stupid. This one's cool. This one's dirty. We're not going to listen to this one anymore. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> uh, but so I bet I know which ones your kids like. <laughs> so it's going to be the first time he's never performed that song on stage. He's, I I think a kind of semi talentless, got lucky sort of one hit wonder dude. Oh really? Yeah. And so he he they're trying to make a career out of this. He, he's, you know, lightning in a bottle with this song, um, and he's never performed it live, and they thought he was going to last night. Now he came out on some sort of space suit and sang some new song that everybody hated, and it fell flat. And <laughs> oh, just, no. He, did not, he still has never performed the biggest hit he or anybody else will ever have on a stage. Gonna so just, ride my bull at the county fair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what you do. You kick it like Beach Boys style, like they right. used to or back in the 60s. Domino, right? Yeah. Back in the old days, if you had a hit, you just put out another song that sounded like the one you had. Yeah. That's what he needs to do on Ride My Bull at the County Fair. Till I can't ride no more. <laughs> old Town Boulevard. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. Yeah, I'm starting Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I didn't know he'd never performed the song live. Right. Well, it's not much to it. He just kind well, of talks yeah, what, a few words. How, how talented would you have to be? Not very. A producer put together this song with him. I assume it's actually him speaking the words on the song, more right. or less. And then Billy Ray Cyrus sings some. So. Yeah. It, it's funny. Pop music is funny. <laughs> if you look at it the right way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. My cowboy hat is Gucci. I got Wrangler on my booty. I mean, what what do you not like about that? <laughs> it's a bad rhyme. It's a bad look. I don't like it. Um, so Dave Chappelle is taking on uh, political correctness. He's a comedian. He's lucky enough that he's so huge and so rich that he can. He doesn't have to worry about anything, really. Boy, and he sure seems to have no dams to give. USA Today's got an article about it where, he, where he, we'll hear what he had to say about it coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. I'm just saying this, 
little 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 Nas X. I hope any if you made any money, and I'm not sure he's made any money off of this. I hope you've saved every cent of it, and, and you're going to do a lot of mall openings and, and stuff like that. I hope he's doing a lot of drop-ins at clubs for ten grand. Yeah, know, like it's Paris uh, Hilton used to do. Or, it's going to be more. it's going to be short-lived, man. You are not going to be Taylor Swift. You're going to be a trivia question. Okay, that's fine. fine. No big deal. Why are you hating? Because the he's fact only that, got one more hit than me. The fact that the fact that he hasn't performed this live means we're working on a conspiracy theory that either he didn't did it, do it or he did it once. How did he get his voice so low? He's seeing any stage he's been on. He's waving the microphone around and they're playing it. I mean, it's just like it's clearly lip synced or they're playing. Wow. It. Uh, he might just be Scandal. a creation. Scandal. Which is fine. That's the way Millie a lot of Vanilli all over again. It doesn't matter. I remember um, how shocked America was at the, during that go-round. Can't tell me nothing. That's my favorite part of the song. Can't tell me nothing. I've never heard the whole thing. Really? Nope. It's pretty damn Not catchy. Even once. I believe I listened to it. I got think, that idea. Yeah. Why is this so catchy? That's its own thing, you know, coming up with catchy stuff. Sure. It's just a variety of things that are really, really catchy in it. Mm. Um, What's the deal? Is he mad or sad? Why is he riding his horse so long? Does he need to get away? Stressed out? Video games? I don't know. Cell phones? So Dave Chappelle is a comedian. He's one of the most successful in uh, world history. He makes a gazillion dollars. He's got a new stand-up special. Let me just read a little bit from the USA Today. Chappelle pulls no punches in sticks, his new special. and in uh, the be- Sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. Uh, at the beginning of this article, it says, this story contains sensitive con- oh, content. Oh, Warning. no. Oh, no. All right. So um, I'll brace myself. Well, let's hear a little from him, and then I'll fill in the blanks. I want to see if you can guess who it is I'm doing an impression of. All right, let me get into character. You got to guess who it is, though. <clears throat> okay, here it goes. Uh, duh. Hey, duh. If you do anything wrong in your life, duh, and I find out about it, I'm going to try to take everything away from you. And I don't care what I find out. It could be today, tomorrow, 15, 20 years from now. If I find out, you're f***ing duh finished. Who, who's that? That's you. That's what the audience sounds like to me. <laughs> That's why I don't be coming out doing comedy all the time, because y'all is the worst mother I've ever tried to entertain in my life. <laughs> well, I thought I was into listener abuse. That's fabulous. You hear those people yelling, Trump! What? That's what I'm supposed to yell, I think. There's no subject too sacred for Dave Chappelle. This is after the warning. Story contains sensitive content. Oh, no. The 46-year-old begins his new stand-up special, Sticks and Stones, with a joke about Anthony Bourdain's death by suicide, and he doesn't stop there. Just, Just that attitude of the writing, that he's doing something you shouldn't do or can't do or whatever... I don't approve is the the flavor throughout right. the writing. It drips from every sentence. Oh God, that's just that's I'm so I'm pretty amazing. sure this is bad. If you if you well, could, they're, they're exactly like he was des- describing. Well, uh, similar. If you dug up Lenny Bruce, the famous comedian from way back in the day, who used to push the boundaries and and actually uh, get arrested for it and that sort of essentially thing. the Godfather of the modern stand up yeah, in terms but, of social commentary. But if you so, yeah. dug him up and brought him back to life, 
First of all, he'd probably get a Nobel Prize of some sort. And then secondly, <laughs> he would say, wait a second, we've come full circle. We're now back to where you can't say whatever you want on stage. Right. I thought I like broke ground and then I could say stuff. And then you got like Richard Pryor and all these different people. You could say anything on stage all through like the rest of the 60s and 70s. But now we're back to there's a whole bunch of things you can't say anything about. And not only that, but reanimated Lenny Bruce would say, I can't believe the right wing has had a resurgence like this. And you'd have to say, listen, zombie Lenny, um, I got some shocking news <laughs> for you. Zombie Lenny. It's the left is going to come for you. You can't make jokes about suicide or Michael Jackson and his molesters or um, what are some of the other topics? I, or I, Louis I read some of the jokes you made about Michael Jackson. Oof. Yeah. Or or Louis, Louis C.K. and the Me Too movement. But you can't make jokes about that stuff anymore. Dug up, reanimated Lenny Bruce. Um, I guess you can only make jokes about airline food and stuff like that. I mean, it just it's it's so weird. Yeah. How did we go? We're woke, man. Come on. We're we're not only that, but it's just it's a new puritanism. And enough That's has been written is, on who, this topic. Who used that term? It was that the somebody I just on the left. Did. Yeah, no, but somebody on the left. I have to ask you to pay attention. Somebody on the left did recently. <laughs> Called it the new Puritanism. Yeah, um, I don't, it might have been. Uh, we quoted was that. Was it Mar the BS purity test? The, no, the, it's, no? Uh, it was. Yeah, it's that theme. Yeah. But it'll, it'll pop into my head. You know, and, and again, we've been talking about this for a while, but one of my favorite examples of this, favorite is in it's so horrifying it sticks in your head. Maureen Dowd in the New York Times that called it the oh, new Puritanism because yeah, yeah. they'd gone after her for something like that. Well, see, you got this. Uh, th- I remember reading a story about uh, this young couple getting stoned to death in Afghanistan for daring to marry each other outside their parents' wishes or something. Some sort of medieval uh, Muslim fundamentalist bull crap. But anyway, so they got stoned to death, and uh, a Western reporter went around and talked to some of the, st- the townspeople who were crushing these people's heads while they were still alive with heavy stones, Ugh. saying, hey, are you that hardcore about it? And uh, quite a few people said, well, no, but I've got to be in there throwing stones or people won't think I'm devout and then I'll be the next. And and so that's that's the sort of fervor of fundamentalism you get. And that's what we have now. Oh, the poor woke kids, they they might think, wow, this is a little over the top, but I better get in there and I better be screaming that this professor's got to be fired or Dave Chappelle needs to be ruined or or whoever has to have all their sponsors taken away from them because I don't want anybody to think I'm not devout because then I could be next. It's Puritanism. Yeah, uh, once again from USA Today, Chappelle bemoans how society is increasingly politically correct throughout the special and sarcastically says how difficult it must be for transgender people and then goes off on a rant on that, but it's... I don't. I don't know. I certainly didn't see this coming. I didn't. I, I didn't know we would go backwards to a time where people were scared to make jokes about really any topic. I thought we were well into the "you can say anything, anytime" world. Nah, I'm back to the Joe Getty unifying theory of civilization: is that we we veer from guardrail to guardrail on the right to the left to the right to the left, and we hit the sweet spot while we're veering, but only briefly, and then we just keep veering at the other direction, one direction or the other. I don't like you know casual obscenity. I don't. I don't think people ought to be dropping f bombs in McDonald's. Uh, you know, or, or being you know overly sexualized out in public. I think some things ought to be private. You ought to act like a decent adult human being. On the other hand, I think how's that fit in uh, with this? Honestly, I have asking no. Oh, I have no desire to ruin anybody because I don't like their art. Well, None. See, yes, zero. But okay, completely different things. And we we nobody. I don't even hear anybody pushing back against casual f bombs in the McDonald's. 
Nobody even seems to be bothered by that. Yeah, that's funny, and that actually affects your life. But that's that's. But the I choose to go to Chappelle and watch him or watch his special, and then he says something, I'm offended by that. Well, then don't watch it. How about I can't avoid this stuff that's everywhere. Let's 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 tone that down. Right, exactly. You've proved my case. It's about virtue signaling in Puritanism. Mostly. Plus, you know, people get whipped up if you have any if you've ever studied extremist political movements, you know, people, particularly young people do get whipped up and become true believers and they drag their parents and their teachers into the street and they beat them to death. Because they're that whipped up. Um, on the other hand, you get plenty of people around the edges who just think, jeez, oh, I don't need that on me. So, yeah, I'll say, oh, yeah, I'm down with that. Yep, yep. Whip the adulteress. Whipper. Yeah, I, I hope nobody figures out that I've been doing it. Like, I don't, I don't, there are very few episodes of the cartoon Family Guy I've made it all the way through. Because they usually make a joke that is too much for me. And I think, all right, I'm out. <laughs> um, But. Uh, I've never, it's never even crossed my mind that they shouldn't be on the air or I'm going to write a letter to the, you know, Ford company because you advertise on their show or something like that. It's just, I don't even know. Well, I can Ford. I mean, they've made jokes about abortion that I just cannot yeah. take. For right. instance, I don't think Ford is pro that. Yeah, another good point. Yeah, I don't think the advertisers are somehow responsible for that. Yeah, the advertisers don't have script approval. So anyway, I'm glad Chappelle's taking that out. I'm glad he's got the kind of money where he can take that on. More and more people are. I mean, we do. We're not as big as Dave Chappelle, obviously, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he walked away from $60 million because work became less fun. He's fine. Yeah. If, he, if he were I'd smaller say. starting up at a club, though, he probably couldn't make the same jokes. Uh, somebody would complain and you'd be done. Right.